uh, deep in thought. All right. Are we ready? Let's say yeah. hello to everybody. Hey, Mike, you're looking at everyone. Just ask if there's anybody new here, if okay. possible. Go back to the screen. Anybody new? Hi, my name's Raven. I'm new. Hey, Raven. How are you? Good. Anyone else? Have you been, you know, the topic, though? Non-duality and stuff? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been uh, watching you on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, all right. Then you're, you know, you don't need a prepper. Anyone else? Hi, Paul. It's Tass here from Melbourne. Um, I've been to your meetings a couple of times, but I haven't said hello yet. And I hey, met nice you. Nice to see you. Yes. Nice to see you. Nice to see you too. Anyone else there? We got Keith from Petaluma. We got Josh from. Are you in, you're in Melbourne still, eh? Melbourne? Josh? Yeah? All right. We have a couple of uh, Aussies here. That's nice. We got Kathy. Kathy is still on uh, question quarantine. So, yeah, that's good. We're going to do some contact, contact tracing on you, Kathy. I hear you've been asking a lot of questions. <laughs> I have not. I've been very quiet. <laughs> uh, that's good. I just was I'm looking. For, I was looking for a response. <laughs> All right. So uh, yes, then uh, we're all ready to go, Mike. Yeah. All right. Hey, well, nice to see everyone, and uh, if anybody's new here, welcome. This is a. Uh, a twice weekly gathering, uh, really speaking about duality in a sense. I wanted to read some stuff from an old pamphlet from Ramana Mahashi. Now I got to find it, but uh, there's such a there's so many cool things here. Yeah, but I need to look for him. Sorry, he's just talking about. Uh, the idea of realization and uh, that it's quite impossible to have a realization of that which is always realized, yes? And the whole point is to really uh, see what you're not, yeah? So here he goes, he goes, what is uh, here? It is false to speak of realization. What is there to realize? The real is as it is always. How to realize it, yeah? All that is required is this. Realize the unreal, yeah? Realize the unreal. Instead of trying to realize from the unreal, realize the unreal. And what we're saying uh, concerning this mental activity of selfing is that it's happening so quickly we're trying to realize from the unreal instead of realizing the unreal yeah so basically you could call it the same thing uh, seeing what you're not from what you are instead of wanting to have a realization of what you are as what you're not 
Yeah. And he's talking about the idea. Again, it is false to speak of realization. What is there to realize? The real is as it is always. The real is as it is always. That's why, in a sense, I had this hit that time, and uh, it just told me it's always been this way. It was just, didn't, didn't, there was no one who talked to me. It was just a, <laughs> something that just was obvious it's always been this way. So where, how are you, it's sort of like, how are you going to have a happening about that which is always happening? Yeah, it, it's just, it doesn't, it's not that way. So the real is as it is, always. How to realize it? All that required is this. We have realized the unreal. That's it, yeah? So let's say the realized is the, what's indicated by the statement of non-duality in one direction, yeah? <coughs> the other direction is what, to, is what we're going to realize. And what we're going to realize is of duality, and we're going to realize we're not of that. And what we're saying is, and pointing out, because it didn't come naturally by just going to satsang. I didn't hear it. And it didn't come from meditating 13 hours a day for many weeks fucking in Thailand. It came from a simple invitation that's fr framed now as non-duality. And, and then when I took that invitation and I felt, when someone said, you're not a body and you're, all you're is is this and that, I had a sense of it. It resonated, but it didn't gain traction because of what I wasn't conscious of or aware of, which was the selfing, producing the sense of being the one who heard the message that it's not a body. I didn't see it until I did. But then when I did, it was never undone, yeah? <laughs> it was never undone. And uh, I felt like the direction, it's not, uh, it's, there's no direction, but the way we're looking is predisposed to starting from what we're not and then looking for everything else, yeah? And even ourselves falls into the category of looking for when we're looking for it as other things from what we're not so that to me is the correction what we need to realize is what's unreal yeah what's not so what's it seems to be so it's remembered to be so it's inferred all day that it's so it it casts itself as i was here I'm definitely going to be here, therefore I am here, but all of it is unreal, yeah? That's the realization. The realization is about what I'm not. And then the sense of, because could you imagine having a realization as like uh, an infrequent event and then trying to defend, then that and become vigilant about that and trying to stoke it and maintain it. So like keeping it on life support, that one realization, when the realization is of what you're not and what you are is always in realization. Yeah. If it's like, if, if it's a realization that I think I have, 
it immediately provokes anxiety that I'm definitely going to lose it. Yeah, because it wasn't there and I was. The realization happened, but I had it. And then the story gets nudist the realization and Paul continues. So the realization is of what we're not. Yeah, we see what we're not from what we are. Yeah, and from what we are didn't become, it never unbecame, it just is, as Ramana says here. The real is as it is always, yeah? The real is as it is always. The unreal is unreal, yet seems to be real in time, yeah? But when you see it from always, you see it's in frequency. You see there's no one there. There's an implying there's a someone. There's a remembering there's a someone. There's a worrying about a someone in the future, but there's no someone. Yeah, that's it. That's what we're speaking of. And that's why we have these meetings because I ran into this that you can try, you point this out, but the stubbornness of the of the old direction just f- turns it backwards again. And you got to keep becoming like an ear doctor to hear how people hear it because it's going to be shifted and the cart's going to be in front of the horse again. Yeah, seemingly. It doesn't happen, but we believe that already is the case. See, this is it. Yeah. We're never in the act of becoming self. We're in I was a self and, I, and I'm definitely going to be a self. You see? There's a, there's a sense of certainty that has no evidence. It's just implied. Yeah? It's not, we're not becoming a self right now. We've never, we've never, we were never in the act of becoming a self. We're believing in a narration that we were a self and we're going to be a self and therefore we are a self. That's what's happening. Yeah. And that's what needs to be realized. We have to realize it's happening and there's no one that's doing it. And there's no one that it's implying and there's no one that's being done to by it. Yeah. There's no one home. So here again, this is we did this a couple of months ago. I couldn't find it to the last minute, this little booklet. Because you run into this quite a lot. Free will. Free will. Now, Ramana being like the godfather of non-duality, his, uh, his answer or his take on free will is pretty, pretty clear. I got to find it, though. So basically, he says, as long as there's a sense of individu- individuality, which is selfing, Yes there's going to be a sense of free will. So basically, is there free will or isn't there? It doesn't matter. There's going to be a sense of it. And what a lot of people are spending a lot of time is trying to convince the action figure that there's no free will when the action figure is provoked by the sense of free will. Yeah? Move on. This is, you know, people have this idea of spiritual bypassing. Yeah, look at trying to convince the action figure as a car on the highway. Bypass that, yeah? 
bypass it. You don't need to. Just for this, if you've, it has a feeling of self-will, hey, do the next right thing, basically. Or do whatever the next thing is. So he says the sense of free will comes, it's a, it's a part of the practice of a part of the uh, package of the sense of individuality, the sense of self. It's part of it, yeah? Do you think you're going to cut that out? Yeah? Why? It's an imaginary self. Why do you want to cut it out? So he got another one he says is so beautiful. It's said in different ways, but here he goes, there is no greater mystery than this. That being the reality ourselves, that being the reality ourselves, we seek to gain reality. Now, how could that get any kind of momentum unless reality was identified as something else? Yes? There's no way reality wouldn't correct any kind of nanosecond of misunderstanding and starting to look for reality. It would be corrected immediately as reality. So obviously, reality is in the act of identifying with something else so that it forgets its reality and then now seeks reality. Yeah? Now, what happens during the seeking of reality? It's just the same thing about the spiritual practices themselves are reinforcing the non-existent thing. Seeking reality reinforces the, that you're not in reality. Don't you see it? I mean, it's so obvious. So here, uh, there is no greater mystery than this, that being the reality ourselves, we seek to gain reality. We think that there is something hiding reality and that it must be destroyed before the reality is gained. It is ridiculous. What? It is ridiculous. A day will dawn, hopefully right now, <laughs> a day will dawn when we ourselves, when we will ourselves laugh at our efforts. That which is on the day of laughter is also now. Yeah, I just love saying this, so I'm going to say it again. There is no greater mystery than this, all right? So it has some kind of importance, the statement, yes? If, if it's preceded by there's no greater mystery than this, I would, it would be important, it would be like uh, a clue to listen, yes, <laughs> to the, what's coming after. So there is no greater mystery than this, that being the reality ourselves, yeah, that's the given, being the reality ourselves, being what we're looking for, being that which is being sought. Yeah, this is the same statement. Being the reality ourselves. <laughs> we think that there is something. Oh, wait a minute. There is no greater mystery than this, that being the reality ourselves, we seek to gain reality. We think that there is something so what can seeking to gain reality show you? It's failed, yeah? Not because you haven't been good enough or smart enough or concentrated enough or vigilant enough because you are what you're looking for. <laughs> that's, what, that's why. 
That's why it failed. Yeah. And that it, all right. We think that there is something binding our reality, obscuring our reality, whatever, and that it must be destroyed before the reality is gained. So there is the big condition. Yeah. So the relevance of selfing is either I'm going to bring you to the truth or I'm going to keep you from the truth. <laughs> Basically, it's, the, it's implying it has a huge amount of power where it doesn't have any. <laughs> it is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Uh, a day will dawn when we will ourselves laugh at our efforts. That which is on the day of laughter is also now. Yeah. Why? Because it's always realized. As it said before, it is always. Yeah. Where we're starting from and what we're taking ourselves to be is finite. It seemed to come and it's going to seem to go because all of our activities are tethered or anchored in the idea that we're a thing. Yeah, that's how we remember ourselves. We don't remember ourselves as a doer alone. We remember ourselves as a doer as the body. Yeah, we remember ourselves as the thinker pictured as the body. We remember ourselves as the feeler pictured as the body. Yeah. All right, so he goes here. The very doubt, can I realize, or the feeling I have not realized, are obstacles to realization. I'm going to read it again. The very doubt, can I realize, or the feeling I have not realized, because the can I realized is being claimed to picture you. Yeah? Yeah? And the feeling I have not realized, <laughs> I would say is more frequently <laughs> visited, <laughs> is pictured as you. You, as the body, the action figure, has not realized. Now, taking yourselves to be the, the action figure, it's totally demoralizing. But in fact, it's a truthful statement. Yeah? It's a beautiful, if you could see it in another light, it's unbelievable. It goes right to the point. Yeah? I have not realized. Exactly. <laughs> and you know what? And it's never going to realize. And it never was realized. And it's not going to end up realized. Yeah? So there's a lot to be said by this statement. You can read it, it's sort of like the snake in the skin. You can hear it from the skin's point of realize, oh, I'm never going to realize, oh, fucking, you know, mea culpas. Or you can hear it from the snakes far out. <laughs> That's obviously because I'm always realized. <laughs> so... Realization is not something to be gained afresh. 
the truth is already, let's say, the sense of what we are is already realized. All that is necessary is to get rid of the thought I have not realized. Yeah? Can you get rid of the thought if you're the thought? No. <laughs> so I'm going to go a little bit into this, eh? Uh, Let's see. This is quite beautiful, really. The world is not external. What? Yeah. Impressions cannot have an outer origin. Why? We're dreaming, yes? We're the dreaming. We're the origin. <laughs> Yeah, the oranges. <laughs> We're the origin. <laughs> the world is not external. Impressions cannot have an outer origin. Because the world can be cognized only by consciousness. Not by you. <laughs> You're being cognized by consciousness. <laughs> You're not cognizing anything. <laughs> You're a cognized, not a cognizing as the action figure. <laughs> the world does not the world does not say that it exists. It is your impression of it. Yeah. Even so, this impression is not consistent and unbroken. There's so many holes, you see it all day. Free samples galore. In deep sleep, the world is not cognized, and so it does not exist for a sleeping man or woman. Therefore, the world is the sequence of the selfing. Seek out the selfing. He uses the ego. I don't like the word ego. To find its source is the final goal, because we are the source of it all. Yeah? Not as Paul. Yeah? As the cognizing not the cognized, like Hoang Po said, whatever can be perceived or cognized is not that which is perceiving or cognizing. <laughs> uh, yes, hold on. I think I'm going to go back to that one thing. So... Oh, yes, it's beautiful. All right, well, I think we spoke enough, yeah? I can't find the other one, but it's a beautiful statement. Hold on. I think here it is. All right, I'm going to read what Ramana says again. Free will exists together with the individuality. As long as the individuality lasts, so long is their free will. So let's move on, yeah? Don't sign up for the next conference that's about is there free will or is there no free will? Please. Yeah? It says here, which is beautiful, find out who is it who has free will 
or predestination and abide in that state. Then both are transcended. That is the only purpose in discussing these issues. I want to reinforce this. Yeah. Find out who it is who has free will or predestination or who doesn't have free will or predestination. You can go either way, eh? And abide in that state, that state which is what? Always available at all times, right where you are, always realized, yeah? Then both are transcended. That is the only purpose in discussing these questions. The only purpose. To whom do such questions present themselves? That's the whole point, yeah? Why do you want to keep, you know, acquiring knowledge and put it into a bag with the bottom out? It just falls right out anyway. All right, well, let's open up the floodgates, yeah? Because I can't find anything else. I love this little book. I should, should truck around with this. <laughs> All right. Everyone, you want to open up the, uh, the gates. chairs? Yep. Anybody want to raise their hand? Am I unmuted? Yeah. Oh, no one. Oh, far out. Oh, Kathy's raising her hand in her little square. Hmm? Well, I, I'll Kathy. say something again. No, Kathy. Kathy. Kathy wants a question. Yes. Oh. Am I allowed? Yeah, go ahead, Kathy. <laughs> okay. Um, I've noticed that you say we we are the cognizing or we are the dreaming? You don't say yes. we are the cognizer or the dreamer. No. Can you say why? <laughs> because I can see you. The action figure. We're talking about the difference between what we are and what we're not. Yeah? So what we are is the perceiving. What we're not is the idea of being the, is the perceived. Yeah? In other words, I see you. I see the body called Kathy. Yes? You see this body, yes? That's where objects that are being perceived. Yeah? You follow? So Hawaiian poet, great Zen master says, whatever can be perceived, which now Kathy and Paul as these bodies would be in that category, yes? Because we're perceiving, cannot be perceiving. So the perceived cannot be that which is perceiving. Yet, the narration that is listened to there and here is completely based on that assumption that which is perceiving is the perceived. I see it in the mirror every morning. Yes? 
So the perceiving being claimed implies being a perceiver, and that perceiver is pictured as a body, which can't be perceiving. Yeah? This is the whole message. We're starting from the perceived, thinking we're the one who's perceiving, and we're using the perceiving to look for that which is perceiving, all the while being that which is perceiving. You see the little fundamental uh, inconsistency there? I do. I, I just sort of have, like, sometimes you talk about the thing back here. Uh, yes. Looking. Isn't that the perceiver? Yes. Not a perceiver. Okay. It's perceiving. Not perceiver? It's no. not a thing. Oh, okay. It's yeah, only perceiving. Make a thing of it. Well, yes. That's what the mental state does. It makes a thing out of everything. Hmm. Yes? Yeah. That's what the mental processes do. You don't see, we're trying to share that something's going on that may, may not be noticed until maybe you hear that it's going on and then you notice it, yeah? That's the whole point of the talks in a way, is for us to share the ability that's already there to see what we're not, to see the activities that are implying Kathy and Paul to be all there is and to be the doer of things that Kathy and Paul have nothing to do with. Yeah? The quick, it's very, very quick. We, I call it selfing. That activity is very, very fast. The sense of you arises very quickly after an action is claimed by the mental state. There's a, there's a, a, it's not only that you feel like you're a doer at that moment, you feel like you've been a doer for years and that you're going to be a doer. Yeah? That's manufactured, Kathy. That's not, you're not having a true sense of what's going on. That's overriding the truth. It's not change. It's not, it can't get rid of it. It can't dismiss it but it's got our attention and interest hoodwinked where we're not paying attention to what's going on. We're paying attention to an interpretation about what's going on. Yeah? We're taking our, ourselves to be something that we're not. And usually to the point that we start looking for what we are as an object or a topic uh, entertained by what we're not. It's insane. Why do you think we just read this thing about reality, wanting to attain reality? That, let's say, misassumption was based on taking yourself to be something that you're not. Yeah? So let's say reality takes itself in time. That's the only place it could appear to be so, is in time. Time is the ingredient, the main ingredient of the magic trick, really. So... It's the only place that reality could seem to forget its reality. And in this, in, in this state that we're seemingly in, it gets to such an absurd point that reality starts looking for reality. Yeah? It's describing us, honey. We're reality. 
It's describing the predicament or the dilemma we seem to be in. This isn't a, a metaphysical uh, mind candy to be discussed at a cafe or in a temple antechamber. It's to, it's to see, it's to observe, to put the shoe on and see if that's true or not. Yeah? These are what we call the, the spiritual shoes we put at the, out at the spiritual shoe store with the hopes that you'll try them on and maybe they'll fit. And then things that you may not have noticed, you'll start noticing. Yeah? And it can sort of start an avalanche. And before you know it, uh, you're sensing from that which is always realized. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Kathy will regroup, but now maybe you'll see it instead of being instead of looking from it all day. You'll see the manufacturing of Kathy. Kathy is a product of time. It's remembered. It's remembered in the past, and it's going and its concern about itself and worry about itself in the future is a form of remembering it now also. So it remembers it in the past to remember it now. It remembers it in the future to remember it now. Yeah? So it, I was Kathy. I'm definitely going to be Kathy. And therefore, I am Kathy. Yeah? It doesn't start with I am Kathy. It starts with I am. <laughs> and then there's a little, there's a little three, uh, you know, the P in the three cups. A little, and then suddenly... You, <laughs> you're trying to attain. You are trying to attain reality as Kathy, <laughs> all the while being reality. <laughs> the whole momentum of non-duality is to point this out. It's not another topic for Kathy to understand and get. It's a negation of Kathy. That's what non-duality is. It's negating the assumed fact. That comprises Kathy and Paul and James and everyone here. That's what it is. It's a negation of what we take to be so. With the hopes by seeing what we're not, we'll find out what we are. Yeah. That's the whole point of it. Yeah, non-duality isn't an interesting topic, you know, on your, this, you know, you've, You've made a, like a vow on January 1st, I'm going to study 365 interesting topics, and this is like the 98th one. It isn't. It's a negation of that one who thinks it's learning about all these other topics. It's not a denial of it. It's just negating the fact of it. And you know what? Man, oh. facts Facts travel heavy here. I mean, nouns travel heavy here. I mean, they do. Because they see things from a noun point of view and they don't understand why shit's happening to them all day and why they don't get what they want and other people do and so on and so forth. And they're more and more confused the more and more and more time they spend thinking about it and speculating around it. Yeah? The, the ignorance begets more ignorance. And you go on constantly walking around thinking you're that which is perceiving as an object. Yeah? There you go.
I'm gonna we'll move on to the next. Nice to see you, Thank Kathy. You. Yes. Thank you. Thanks, Kathy. <laughs> and James. James. Hey Paul. James has been on sabbatical. I haven't seen you in a while. I have I have been on a sabbatical actually. Um sometimes I, I catch myself trying to figure use non-duality to figure things out. <laughs> Yeah, I have to just kind of go and be and let all the data dump sort of settle and percolate a little bit. And yeah, it's just, way to go. Yeah, and uh, keep sending me weekly donations. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The the <laughs> build up over time. Believe me, there's so little you hardly <laughs> want something. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't really have a question, but just to say how grateful I am because. Really, I've been listening to you for five years, and and I'm one of those people. It takes a, a lot of repetition over time to, to go from playing the the policeman in the game, you know, to, the, to to just realizing that that we're talking about something like gravity here. You know, it's it's it just yeah. is, and 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 at first it would take sometimes like. Um, of so much shit happening to the action figure, it couldn't parse it anymore. And then all of a sudden, there would be like a a scene that, you know, I'm just no different than the thoughts and the feelings and the objects in the room and all that, because I couldn't keep it all in the box I had it in or something. And And now over time, it seems to take less agitation for that to happen. And, mm. um, and and it's just a it, it's just a gentle process uh, for me, and I, I appreciate it. It it didn't feel so gentle at first. At first, it was like the proctologist thing. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and there was a series of pops, you know, and it was painful. <laughs> yes. But um, anyway, I'm just real grateful for this, and I just wanted to to come back and um, and start listening and 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 enjoying the fact that 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 there's this opportunity to be a, like a live participant, you know. Uh, well, yeah, you're always a, you know, you're a lifetime member, so yeah, it doesn't matter. You don't have, uh, uh, you don't have to be, it's not like going to school yet. You, you don't have to be present at all the classes. I, I don't have to pay like a yoga class. I don't have to pay <laughs> the 35 bucks per cent. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. no this, is undoing, this is undoing the original posture. Yes. Oh, I, I, yeah. Yeah. All right, bro. It's good to see you. Thank you. Thanks. So and yeah. everybody here, thank you. Thanks, James. And for your beautiful backdrop. Yeah. It's not mine, but <laughs> ours then. For our beautiful backdrop. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh. No anybody else want to raise their hand? That's great. It's finally working. <laughs> oh, there's Z. Nice to see you, Z. Yeah. I'll say hello to everyone and then whatever. 
So we got Judith. Judith, thank you for the uh, message. We're waiting with great anticipation for tomorrow. Thank you. Richard, my main man, yeah. Cleaning, clean those guns, Richard. You never know when I gotta need you. Yeah, keep them ready. And Joyce raised her hand. Oh, Joyce, oh, Joyce, all right. Where is Joyce? There you are, Joyce. You're not, you're in a, a dark, what did, where are you? I see you. I'm on the boat and the boat's getting cold. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. I'm not complaining, I, I really like being, being, it's like camping on the water. Um, <laughs> you look like you really like it. <laughs> We're all crazy, you know that. Yeah. <laughs> we are. Don't talk anything about politics with you, Paul. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I... I see non-duality and all the stuff we're talking about, like every day with all that's happening in the COVID and the politics and how kind of unreal it all is. Yeah. And it makes, yeah, it kind of makes it easier to be be not one of society when there is no society, or <laughs> when the society is, is more demonstrably crazy than ever. Where before I was more tempted to, you know, like I, I always had one foot in and one foot out of trying to be successful and, and everything, you know, all the, you know, all that and um, running away. But so it's easier to be running away now. Yeah. Yeah. It's easier to be running away when it's not you. Yeah. Well, I wish that was the case. <laughs> Sometimes. Well, it isn't. That's the good news. It's sort of like the same thing. If you're not going anywhere, you can't get lost. Sort of like. <laughs> I'm going to remember that. Because at the same time, it's really lonely. <laughs> you know, you're on a retreat, not by choice. You have no, you know, you're, I'm in this retreat now. Um, it was fun when I didn't, when I had a fight to be on it. But now well, you can always retreat. come by here, honey, and get <laughs> mic and stuff. Yeah. We won't but, be here this weekend, but we'll be here tomorrow and stuff. Okay. And I have a t-shirt of yours I have to uh, give you too. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Watch. Yeah, try to maybe come over tomorrow. We say hello, and I'll have maybe Mike and Keith can come. We'll all have right, a little coffee. Nice. What? It would That's be all right. The kids will be in here. We'll have yeah. it in the garage. All right? Yeah. Okay. So there's your there's your answer to loneliness. That wasn't hard, eh? Wow. All you got to do is ask, just like the book. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I want people to know when I'm lonely. Well, you'll probably be lonely for a while. <laughs> So you might as well just say it. Yeah. yeah that's terrible. Yeah. It's better than being with the wrong person, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, well. well other than that, Joyce, any other, any uh, anything you want to ask? I was kind of asking indirectly about, and you, you just, the discussion of the politics, and you, um, I like what you said was about um, you can't get lost if you're not going anywhere or whatever you said. That was my answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the point is, if uh, yeah, I like the definition of dreaming. Dreaming's a that works with me, describing what's happening. Yeah, but it's taken to be real. But I'm not that which takes it to be real. That's the difference. Yeah, trying to convince that which takes it to be real not to take it to be real is crazy. <laughs> 
It is. It's a waste. It's a lot of work and it never yeah. lasts. It's like, uh, yeah. it's like, uh, it's like trying to put a henna tattoo over a ink tattoo. Yeah. The ink tattoo is going to win. <laughs> it's also the natural. Well, see, uh, this is the point, you know, my action figure takes things real, but its stage has been shrunk. You know, it's got a very small <laughs> show going on. But uh, it, its delusion is its clarity, you know. It just lives its program. Yeah, but uh, you don't have to take it so seriously. But that only comes from not seeing it as not you, yeah, in my view. See, as long as I was taking it to be me, it was like an urban renewal project. I, it was constantly demanding a lot of attention and going over and critiquing and rationalization to cover up my inabilities to do shit or whatever. It was a, like, it was a, it, uh, it was like a spider spinning a web that never was ended. It never ended. It just had to keep spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning. Yeah. And then when I, when it became clear to me, not to Paul, but to me that I wasn't that, that urban renewal project sort of sh got shut down. Yeah. And the budget went to other things. <laughs> and, uh, and it started to enrich my life. And uh, I learned new languages of uh, it's either this or that, but an inclusive language. Yeah, I see I can do both things that I was thinking I can only do one of them today, you know, and all like that. And you start traveling later and you know what's beautiful. You don't cast yourself. Well, your head may, but you don't see yourself as the cause of that. Yeah. You don't believe you're the one that's producing the traveling lighter. That's what really allows it to continue on beautifully. Yeah. So it's sort of like a built-in humility because uh, the mental state can't reach that far back to get ahead of it, get behind it, you know, and claim it. It just realizes, like we say in recovery, something is doing for me what I couldn't do for myself. Yeah. But you make it sound so easy when we've been trained for our whole lives, something complete opposite. No, we haven't been trained. The mental state claims that we are the ones that got trained. The mental state is training, but see, it, it implies that it is us. It's not us. I mean, making excuses doesn't, doesn't help anyway. <laughs> no, I want to get this point across. Okay, go ahead, because I said. I mean, I. The idea. It's true, but so what? Yeah, that it's whatever you said, making it. I don't know. I lost it, but. You're not that, you see? This is what. This is. Let me give you the, the, the sequencing of selfing, okay? Something arises in the head, a string of thoughts that have an audio. Uh, I haven't done enough, let's say. Yes? Yeah. All it is is a sequence of thoughts. I haven't done enough. Then the audience chimes in us and says, oh, that I'm, I haven't done enough. Yes, I am, I, the I represents me. Now, suddenly the verbing, it claimed that statement. Just, just a statement, I haven't done enough. The mental state claimed it to imply the I in it is you. And then the audience swallows that 
and now you feel you haven't done enough and then it it bounces to a next segment is well then i have to do more and on and on and on and on and then the selfing lays down a lot of track and takes you on a ride seemingly it takes itself on a ride you're the space that's happening in you're not going anywhere yeah it's funny you say that because I had started this new consulting thing and all day I basically don't do anything. I don't do it. And I feel really guilty about not doing enough. Just like what you said, I'm not doing enough, doing enough. Yes. But there's you know, like getting fired or. You know, thing is, so here's it again. So there's, there's this idea not doing enough comes up and then there's meaning given to it. Not doing enough means you're bad you're lazy, you're no good for whatever, and it just fills up the space with meaning, yeah? But yeah? you're still because the money coming in is welcome and it could go away if I don't, you know. Oh, yes, Here's, this is another dilemma. The money's coming in, but I'm afraid it's gonna end, yeah? <laughs> There's very little emphasis on the gratitude, the money's coming in, and all the emphasis on, but it could end at any minute. Give me a fucking break. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I should be, I should be worried and working and all that. Anyway, it's oh, yeah, yeah. See, no, 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 no. See, this is taking yourself too seriously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just reg ask, like Ramana says. Just ask, who is it? He says, the whole point of all this, of all these questions, is so who is this Joyce that feels like it hasn't done enough? It's not you. Yeah? And if, let's say, all right, let's say it's not you, and let's say it was someone else. So let's say it was Kathy. You wouldn't give a shit if Kathy didn't do enough. Really. Right. You would give, you would give, you would shower Kathy with acceptance, no matter what she did or didn't do. But no, Joyce, <laughs> Joyce is a special someone. Joyce is better. <laughs> Should know more. It's all baloney. Yeah. Well, I'm responsible for Joyce, Kathy. What? I'm responsible for Joyce, so I think not Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's where the anxiety lies, yes? Yeah. I mean, because I, I, you're outmatched. You're, you don't believe you're reliable. Right. You don't believe something's taking care of you. And therefore, you believe the only one who has that job is Joyce. And the belief you have in Joyce is means when I'm in Joyce's hands, I better be fucking worried. You see how it's painted you into a little fucking mental corner? You know, I always was really proud of the fact that I've always taken care of myself, even in my marriage, whatever. Since I was young, I went to, everything was me, me, me. I mean, I had to take care, I had to survive. So that's well, a good Well, now you're getting the other side of the coin. Yeah, I think it's, it's taken care you, you lick the head side, you get fucked by the tail side. <laughs> Thanks. That's how it goes. Stop fucking, you know, playing around in that foreign exchange. Yeah. See, you're not that on both sides. Then you'll travel lighter through all the coin tosses. Yeah. No. no you're right. Dude. Your whole life won't depend that it lands on heads. <laughs> it won't. Yeah.
Yeah. Yeah. All right, Joyce. Call me in the morning and see if you can come over. Yeah. Okay. Talk to yeah. Mike. Thank you, yeah. Paul. That's really yeah. helpful. Thanks, Joyce. Yeah, we'll talk. Is is Joyce muted now? Um, right now, yeah. Joyce doesn't know I won't be there tomorrow. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'll be there. <laughs> uh, anyone else? Uh, no hands. We've had some people just coming in. I wonder if the time change is still working itself out. Mike, uh, Liberty uh, did a chat raising hand. Oh, thank you. Okay, Liberty, and then the, after that, Daniel H. All right. Liberty? Give Hi. Me Liberty. Hi, my name's Heather, actually. <laughs> Hi, how are you? Actually, uh, I, I enjoyed, I found, um, I found one of your videos on uh, Vimeo the other day and I watched it all the way through. It was, it was, uh, I, I don't know. You had like a, it was a group meeting, I think, but I found it really interesting. And uh, so thank you for that. Um, so, okay. Two things. First thing is just in, like how to explain non-duality to someone who has never heard of it um, before. And then also um, I had a thought because you speak a lot. <sighs> to like the mind and, but um, I'm a person who has suffered some trauma and has like uh, PTSD sometimes and the physical body, like I can get out of my mind, but I'll get in a situation where like how panic works is, you know, it's almost like even before the thought comes, a feeling in the body that, you know, trigger something in the mind before the mind can even like catch up in the self or avatar or whatever can do anything with it. And it, it makes it really difficult, I think, to kind of, um, you know, use non-duality, I would think, right? I well, don't know. You, I mean, I know, I know the answer, but if you could speak to it a little bit, I'd appreciate it. <laughs> well, this is a thing sometimes when the action figure tries to use non-duality for the action figure, it doesn't work well. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, yes. But I mean, just this idea that the body, I mean, the way that I understand it is the, the mind and body do work kind of in sync, right? But there are times like walking through the world where your body will have a physical reaction before the mind can even catch up. And then you're already in such a state. You know what I mean? And yeah, but that's when you have skillful means available for the action figure. The action figure takes some breaths or goes to the beach or lays down or drinks some tea with Manuka honey. But so, but that's not non-duality. That's the self um, taking actions to, <laughs> do you know, do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> so it gets a little fucking tricky right there. No, <laughs> no, no. See, now you have it. Now you're looking at non-duality in a dualistic manner. Okay, you think, explain. You think, you think this place negates non-duality? 
No, I, I'm new. To, I'm new to all of this. I'm, I'm uh, here for see, you to teach me. All right. So non-duality is basically a premise that what we're believing to be so isn't. Yeah. Now you can make what is whatever you think, but let's say it's, I would say it's the context and this idea of Heather and Paul and this dreaming is in the content. Yes. Okay. I follow. Yes. So when the action figure tries to do something to help himself, that's not contrary to non-duality. It's just the programming of the action figure. There's no one there doing it. There's a doing of it. Yes. Okay. So when you're taking care of yourself, you're not going against non-duality. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Beautiful. Yeah. In other words, as Jesus supposedly says, you're in this world, but you're not of this world. So what you're of is a non-dual quality, let's say. What you're in is a dualistic quality with time and space, seemingly, yes? That action figure needs help. Sometimes it will run into a situation where its house is burning, it's burning, and basically if it tries to apply there is no house and there's no one that's getting burnt, that doesn't serve the situation. He needs to find where the nearest pail of water is, yes? Yeah. Yeah. So what happens when non-duality is looked at from duality, it's be, it becomes an either-or. It's either non-duality or not non-duality. I don't see it that way, yes. That's the dualistic mind having an idea and a concept of non-duality. What we want to question is who is it that has that concept? And if it isn't you, then you'll lose interest in the concept. Yeah. And I maybe mean, you'll find out about what you are. Yeah. The, the issue I have with it though, is like where then enters, like, does that, <laughs> is the action figure obligated or is there uh you know, need to do, to do something, to fix problems. To, I mean, you can see where that it's, it's up to you flow, where you're at. Right? I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying like, it's all, it's where you seem to be at the moment. It can go either way. Yeah. But you don't want to starve yourself with an empty dinner of non-duality. <laughs> it's that doesn't, this is about, uh, I run into this so much. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's not sorry. I'm happy about it because it's, it's uh, when we start from Heather, let's say, and then Heather gives meaning to non-duality that doesn't capture non-duality. And then the Heather uses those ideas usually to beat up the action figure instead of allowing the it doesn't trigger a traveling lighter the action figure just uses non-duality to travel heavier yes i mean so, i'd like to use it to travel lighter but well that's the point that's the point <laughs> but, the way, but that but then the i'm in the hamster wheel and the lighter we're speaking about is a loss of interest in heather and and that's great and i would like to do that but what i'm what i'm asking is, you won't is that do it. you'll be an ex you'll 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 be an expression of it you're not doing that 
If you try to become less Heather, that's more Heather, obviously. Yeah? Yeah. This is the point of non-duality. You can't get out of what you're not in. You can't escape from an imaginary place. This is the point. And Heather doesn't see that. Yeah. Not meaning personally, I mean Heather, Paul, Mary, Jill. No, I get it. <laughs> yeah, doesn't see that. Yeah. It goes against its programming. And to waste time trying to change that is to me a waste of time. Just see you're not that. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I, that it actually, it's helpful, it, like listening to you and, um, and kind of a... a <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to apply it. Um, un understanding, having an understanding yeah. of, of it, um, walking through life the last couple of weeks is is helpful. Um, yeah. But there are, <laughs> but the I mean the physical body. The, I mean the just the way that the brain works. There's as I understand it, right? That there's there's just certain things that are kind of hardwired behaviorally that are like. Uh, that are, you know, cortisone, like, I don't know. With you see, they're, <laughs> not, they're not exiling you from what you are. Right. What you're not is trying to make them conditions. What you're not is saying, you can't be what you are with these conditions happening. That's a lie. You are never not what you are. You are that. It doesn't matter what you think or don't think or feel or don't feel or what is happening or not happening. You are that. I mean, I think, Paul, the, the issue that I'm at where I think a lot of people find themselves is that it's the whole bit about like uh, trying to use spirituality to <laughs> like get away, like uh, trying to... <sighs> That's trying to what escape uncomfortable experiences. Does. Yeah, do you know what I'm what, saying? You know where I'm going with this. That's what the action <laughs> figure does. What we're implying to be what you're not wants to get out of things or what yes. they call spiritual bypassing. And yes. it doesn't work. But on another level, spiritual bypassing is probably the greatest move on the highway of life. Yes? They're not conflicting. When you're coming from you, what you're trying to do is bypass maybe what you really believe is the work you need to do. When you're not, when you're coming from what you are, you see it in a whole different light completely. Yeah. Okay. So no, from what you are, the whole idea of non-duality is spiritual bypassing. You're, you're bypassing the whole idea of you becoming spiritual, in a sense, because you are what you are. When you try to bypass what you think you need to do to get somewhere, then they call you a spiritual bypasser as a Heather, as an action figure. Yes? Do you see it? I see parts of it for sure. Yeah, there you go. Just come back and there'll be more will be revealed. I mean, I get it. It's just, it's, I, uh, yeah. I, I mean, so, I think that's the whole problem is you can say, I get it, and then you don't have it, right? I mean, and then well, you get it's it not again. A problem because <laughs> you can always, whatever says it, you got it, isn't you. That's so what you I did. Yeah. Use, whatever happens can be used. 
Yeah, it doesn't, there's, it doesn't have more value and lack of value. Everything is used. Yeah. Yes, I believe. You can believe. always put a question, who is this, before anything that comes up and just see where it leads you. I did. I liked what you were saying about the, the perceiver can't be the perceived. Like that, that actually I think is pretty spot on. Like that's a good well, yeah. No, no. The perceiver oh, is the perceived. <laughs> right, right. The perceiver. Is, the well, you can't, you can't be both. No, 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 no. The perceiving can't be, can't be with that which is perceived. The perceiver is what, what the perceived is called after the claiming of the perceiving. Yeah? Right. Yes. All right, honey. I'm going to move on to another. Yeah? I appreciate you. Thank you. No problem. Thank you. Daniel H. Uh, and thank you, Heather, not Liberty, right? Thank you, Heather. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Paul. Um, can you hear me? <laughs> I'm over here. Um, I'll find you soon. Go. I can hear you, though. Okay. Um, been watching some of your videos and kind of um, just following along and decided to get on the live thing here um good thank you i want i heard a word um that uh was uh, uh someone else was talking about responsibility and from recovery it it talks about being placed in that place of neutrality um and i kind of wanted to ask you about how does that kind of apply to this subject, non-duality, with responsibility? Like, I know that I'm seeing it from from Daniel as responsibility. I don't know if that's a question or not, but anyway. Yeah, well, you know, we had these two talks on recovery, Tuesdays and Thursdays, 10.30 Pacific time. You're more than welcome to come there. But for a short bit, let's say uh, when in Rome, do as the Romans do, right? Mm -hmm. In Rome, every, everyone is seen as an individual and the doer of whatever happens through them. Yeah? And let's say you have uh, a disease of obsession with self and an amplifier of that called alcoholism. Yeah? So when you were young, with alcoholism, if someone yawned in the in the in the class you thought it was because of you yeah you had an inordinate amount of responsibility you felt you were responsible for everything and i remember when my family told me my father was very ill and he wasn't going to be playing with me the way i heard it was what did i do to cause my father not to want to play with me anymore that's a very weird responsibility yeah, can you take that? Michael, take the, uh, someone's on there still. Yeah, yes, do you see that? So the, the mental state obsessed with self thinks it's the responsible for everything. The Course in Miracles talks about it. People that find themselves in this world think they separated from God. And this is the punishment. So they were responsible for leaving God. I mean, Jesus Christ. So when you come in, so when as, an, as someone who 
captured by addiction and alcoholism, I wanted to shirk responsibility because I felt I was responsible for fucking everything. So I drank and used and I try to avoid shit at all times. Yeah, so I come into AA and AA says, sooner or later, bro, you're going to have to see your role in things. In other words, you're going to have to see responsibility. Yeah. So here I am, incredibly overly responsible. My solution, my mental solution is that be as irresponsible as possible. Now I come into recovery and I've got to look at my role in things, which is being responsible. But what happens when you look at your role in things, you see something else's role in things, which is the root of the problem of addiction, which is the bondage of self or the identification as something you're not. Yeah. So now you see that when I was out there running around like crazy, I'm responsible in the courts, I'm responsible in making amends, but I wasn't responsible, yeah? Because I was dancing with a gorilla, I was gonna stop when the gorilla wanted to stop, yeah? So now when I look at, in the inventory of recovery, when I look at my role in things, I see something else's role in things, which is self. And I'm accountable, like we use the example of, let's say my dog, took a shit on the neighbor's lawn, yeah? And maybe it's done it a few times. So the neighbor calls me and says, your dog's taking another shit on my lawn. So I say, oh, I'm sorry. I go over there and clean it up, right? And I, and I plan the next time I walk the dog or from now on, I'm not gonna walk down the street, that street, yes? Yeah? But I didn't take the shit now, did I? It was the dog. So I'm not going to have guilty or shame for 20 years for that shit being taken on that lawn because I didn't do it. I was accountable, but I'm not responsible. Yes, that's how I see it. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Yeah, he's muted because he was on feedback. Thank you, Paul. Thanks, bro. So, yes. So here, it's a, the recovery is a completely dualistic movement. Overly taking everything as your fault, your responsibility, trying to avoid it at all costs, coming to a reckoning, taking responsibility, and then finally seeing the foreign pathogen that had been living through you. And now you are accountable for that fucking actions, but you're not responsible. Yeah, there you go. That fourth movement isn't readily available in most AA communities, but it will be. Yeah? They stop at responsibility. They don't see the foreign pathogen. They don't see something took them over and used them for transportation. Yeah? And created all the fucking criminal offenses and you live out the sentence. Yeah. So... Yes. All right. Thanks, bro. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. I don't see any other hands. Anybody else waving that I missed? We can end any time. It's fine. Yeah. Hey, 
Can you hear me? I, was, I think it's been a very nice meeting tonight. Yeah. Somebody's speaking up. I don't know who, though. Yeah, it's Peter. I don't know if you can see me or not. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. I hear you. Yeah. Um, yeah, thanks, Paul. I, I used to watch your videos years ago, and I just come back to it, and uh, I think with more of an understanding. So, I, I mean, um, I, I'll talk about it really more in the meeting tomorrow. It's more appropriate. But from a spiritual standpoint, I've come from the schools of recovery and and uh, and Buddhism. Let's say not you know not in a real deep sense, but enough to where I have some conceptual stuff rolling around in my head that seems to prevent me from having that uh, spiritual experience that I had, uh, you know, 17 years ago when just something, some flip, some switch flipped in my head and, and I dropped this obsession that I had. And for 16 years, 17 years before that, I, as a self, I guess, tried to give that up and tried to give that up. And then one day I didn't give it up. It just gave up. Um, so ever since then, I've been trying to figure it out how yeah. to re-summon whatever that is that I had nothing to do with to begin with. But so, it hasn't gone anywhere. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. You so, don't have um, but I, let's say, let, let's say I had it cut. I know what you're saying. So, so sometimes I say, you know, we're, yes. we're, we're taught to seek and seek and seek. And, and then I kind of came to this realization that, well, you know, I can seek my way right out of ever finding out. What's <laughs> right now. Yes. So, but my problem is uh, what I think is, is in seeing this is um, I'm just conditioned to the hilt without, with so much stuff like we all are from, from my community, from my parents, from, you know, uh, and then I learned these spiritual terms, uh, you know, you awareness or, you know, um, whatever it may be. Um, and, and it's just, I, I don't know how to drop all that to see who I really am. You know, it's effort and I don't want to have to, everything is effort and I don't want to have that effort. So that's kind of where I am with, with, with this, you know, cause you talk about having that, you know, all of a sudden you see it, you know, but there's really no way to make it go like that, is there? So, well, if there's a loss of interest in trying to make it, you may find it already is. But yeah, I feel from what you're saying, uh, all those activities that you're describing, the seeking, the seeking, the seeking, you know, have been used habitually to point out to the, the seeker, yeah? And yeah. you need to go back there. Forget about the seeking, but ask who is it that's the seeker. If it ain't you, really, and it ain't, you know, yeah. uh, you'll travel lighter through all that luggage, and maybe you'll go through it and see the name on the luggage isn't you. Okay. <laughs> and you'll leave, it at the, you'll leave it at the next stop, and you won't have to drag it around with you anymore. Yeah, that's helpful. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Hey, bro, I did. I I was involved in Buddhism and stuff, and uh, uh, see what's beautiful about things when they, you know, what can a failed system show you? It's failed. Buddhism isn't a failed system. It's us. 
<laughs> Every time we we try something, the the failing migrates because it's us there, the us that yeah. went. So you know what I mean? Yeah. There's no vehicle that's going to take us to where we already are. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. There's a yeah. recognition that what Buddhism can do is fail you. What everything can do is fail you. And then you'll recognize because all your, uh, all the ways you know and shit like that will be flailing and you'll see they're not yours. You'll be left with your own fucking shit and it won't be, it'll be seen as not you. And it's, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I love how you simplified it down to that question instead of next time trying to figure all this other stuff out, just like ask who, who is doing, you know, who is, who is yeah. this? Who, you know, who is Peter? Yeah. Who is this? That's right. it's very, very helpful. See it, maybe hold it as if it's Stanley and you're not Stanley. So okay. if you found, you know, you don't, you're not going to take Stanley seriously. Because right. you're not Stanley. You will be taking yourself seriously, telling yourself, I'm going to not take myself seriously, which exactly. is taking seriously it just never ends so you just have to the thing is it's just like what happens here and then at a, a daily event you're interested in something you think the person is talking about you and they're not and then you're not interested in that conversation because it's not about you it's just yeah. that simple there's no work you're not working it's not like you have to maintain it it's not a practice it's not about you. So this is just applying that thing we've seen millions of times to this. Yeah. yeah. So if these aren't my thoughts, they're not, you know, they're going to lose. Uh, see, to me, the thoughts, while noted, there's a, a sense represented by the word my always slip before the thought which is my thought my feeling that's where all the mutation is is being derived from the my mutates the thought the my mutates the feeling it turns it into something else yeah yours <laughs> and then you get bound so all right oh thoughts thoughts are thoughts my thoughts, they seem to, as soon as I own the thoughts, the, own, the thoughts can own me. It's funny, eh? It's funny, but it, it shows you another point. It's all about us. Yeah? So if, if I see thoughts as thoughts, they come and go. That's their nature. If I see them at my, I breathe life into them, and then they're put into an orbit around this imaginary subject object called Paul and then they fucking just orbit around you know and then there's more moons get set up yeah shit and there and we bitch about all that but it's our gravitational pull that are keeping them in their place the thoughts nature is to come and go they appear and disappear but we're giving them stability we're fucking prolonging their little uh run here yeah shit You've got to see that you are the dreaming. you got to see it somehow. It's sort of like, uh, you know, when you get into recovery and 
you look at like your 10 significant relationships and maybe none of them really worked out and you realize the only constant in all of them was me, yeah? There was 10 different women, but there was me in all of them. And it see, I finally realized, oh, this me has a lot to do with everything else, exactly, yeah? And then before that me is what we are. And that is, uh, that can't be arrived at because it never left. You can't be it in time. You are it, yeah? See, the being can't be done. You are it, yeah? All the ways we think of grokking something or getting something or experiencing something or getting close to something always has, is what gives miles and time into it. Yeah, it's like the wave wanting to study the ocean and know the ocean and experience ocean is prolonging the waveness by doing all that. Yeah, if it just saw it's not a wave, it would be the ocean. And it's always been the ocean. There would be no moment that it would have to prepare. It would, it would be an is, an immediate is. That's what it's like. Yeah, and then the action figure continues. The movie goes on. It's not like it ends, which is surprising to the action figure because it thinks it's so important that if it was seen through, everything would end. No, it has no importance. It just goes on like a, like a dreaming tributary. But at least it travels lighter and now it sees, oh, it's, just diff- it's, quite, it's quite different. My whole life since I was like six, I wanted to get out of here. I've, I've, I have, I've grokked the wisdom of no escape. I can't get out of an imaginary place. I'm here all the time. I never get gypped. <laughs> I never check out. There's no checking out. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Yeah. Well, good, bro. Come back and just hang out. Yeah. Hopefully it'll rub off. Yeah. 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 Thanks, yeah. Paul. Thank you. I think we're done, eh? I think so. If there's no other questions. Anybody else? I think we should announce we're going to be, we're going to be doing the talk on Saturday, but we're also going to be having a live event, obviously with a lot of social distancing in a very, uh, up in Nevada City, yeah? So if anyone's interested, and then Sunday we'll have a live meeting. Oh, Grass Valley. Now it's Grass oh, Valley. Grass Valley. Well, whatever. It would have been more fun if you went to Nevada City. <laughs> yeah, too. It's nicer, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know where I'm going. All right. That's good. Thank you for that. So, yeah. And it might be a half hour earlier because the meeting is, the in-person meeting is scheduled at 1 p.m. Yes, and then the Saturday one, people are coming earlier than the one thirty, just to uh, harass me, I think, for a while. All right, so I'm just putting it out there, and thank you, everybody. Let me say goodbye to everyone, if you don't mind. Mike, again, as always. Kerry, nice to see you. Must be cold in Minnesota. It's cold here. You said it was sunny, though. Oh, yeah, sunny. sunny. Sunny in 25. Oh, oh. Not too bad. Yeah. Judith, nice to see you, honey. We'll get in touch with you when, uh, yeah, tomorrow. Richard, nice to see you, my friend.
We got John K. Very good to see you, John. Sue, nice to see you, Sue. Bye, bye, bye. Yes. We got Mary. Nice to see you, Mary. Zlatko. Yeah, maybe come over tomorrow too, Zot. I'll call you up in the morning about coffee. Come over. Yeah? Bring lots of money. Right. <laughs> we got uh, George. Oh, George, am I going to be seeing you from the void? Maybe? Yes. All right, good. We got uh, Kenneth. Nice to see you, Kenneth. Fritz, as always, great pleasure. Sanda, as always, great pleasure. No, it's nice and sunny there. Woo! Beautiful. We got uh, Ty. Is that your name, Ty? From uh, Melbourne. It's Tass. Tass. All right. Nice to see you, Tass. I remember speaking. Did I see you at the live meeting in Sassafras? Yeah. Yeah. I introduced myself to you. Nice to see you again. Thank you. You too. Amelia says hello, too. Hi, Amelia. Hi. James. Nice to see you, James. We got, uh, there's, there's uh, Walter. Nice to see you, Walter. Clifford. Walter had a reaction when uh, people were asking me about self and dream. Yes. <laughs> that was good. We got uh, Doreen. Nice to see you, Doreen. And someone else with Doreen. Nice to see you. Heather, pleasure. Hope to see you again. We got uh, Johannes, as always. Thank you for the donation, Johannes. Vlad, fantastic. Raven, I hope uh, I see you again, Raven. Yes. Peter M., pleasure to share with you. Yareev, as always. Yareev, I don't know if we can keep having people, but if you got nothing to do, call me up. Good morning. For tomorrow. Yeah. John R. John, I'm sorry I haven't gotten in touch with you. I keep forgetting you completely. But Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to you. Keith, nice to see you, Keith. Come by maybe tomorrow. I'll talk to you in the morning. We'll have <laughs> Joyce, Brahmi, Brahmi. Oh, I love it. I like that lens. Phoenix, nice to see you, bro. Yeah. We got uh, Daniel. Daniel is responsible for falling asleep. George, nice to see you, George. Again, Heather, Tyler, Rose, Mike, Amelia, Thomas, John. All right. Thanks, everybody. Pleasure. See you soon. Yep. Take care. Adios.